You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 70 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today is the lovely and talented Vicki Stokes. Hello. And the talented and lovely <laughs> Suze Gilbert. Hello, everyone. <laughs> We're just a little silly from our pre, uh, pre-podcast conversation. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it today, and we are going to talk about iOS 9 and El Capitan and Suze's rose-colored iPhone. It's beautiful. 6S. <laughs> yes. It's, I didn't, you know, I, I know everybody likes the Plus, but I, I still think it's too big for me. It, it, it holds no fascination or intrigue for me at all to have a big phone like that. Well, I have an iPad. Once you go big, you won't want to go back. Because <laughs> so I did. I did. <laughs> I had to go back because I thought I lost it and went back to the iPhone 5. And it was not a pleasant experience. I did. I, if this thing, it's not like iPad mini. That's what I hated about the iPad mini is I couldn't really hold it in my palm of my hand. Um, and uh, it fills my hand completely. Uh, but my fingers can reach around and do everything that I need to, for it to do. Uh, but I use it like I used to use my iPad when I used my iPad. So you're right in that regard. Um, which means I use my phone more than I ever did. And I don't think I ever will need an iPad. Um, so that's my little two cents about the size. Well, you know, I, I have the iPad Air too, and I really do love that. I think that it's just a beautiful iPad. I have no desire to upgrade to an iPad Pro. To me, that's too big. Um, I like mm-hmm. I like the size of my current iPad, and I love the fact that it's so light because I have a very light cover on it because I do a lot of drawing on my iPad. But I mm-hmm. bought the I, I ordered the iPhone uh, one twenty eight because I figured you know with twenty two thousand photos on my phone. I probably should have extra space because I edit a lot and I morph them and do all sky do a lot of apping with them. But I ordered the gold. I had the rose gold in my in my basket and I chickened out because I, I should not have gone online and read the rose gold because everyone was crapping on it that it was pink, 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 pink. And I hate pink. It's my least favorite color. It's not even a color, it's a tent for God's sake. So I said, well, I'll just go with the gold. I have a gold car. I'll go with the gold. And the gold is beautiful. Um, My son also upgraded to the gold. His 5S was a gold. And this gold on the 6S is actually a tad darker. It's really a stunning gold. I I really did like it. But he got the gold, and I I didn't want to be the same. So I said, well, what about I have a 14-day window to exchange it. What about if I get a rose gold? Well, oh, my gosh. I swear there is just a trickling of rose gold um, phones in the country right now. I, went, I was having a good time because when I called Apple, they said to basically order it like you would a phone, but instead do in-store reservation. And she said, you'll be able to exchange it that way. So I started going through all the states to see who had a 128 rose gold. Arizona had one. Um, Texas didn't have any except in El Paso, which is quite a ways from here. Uh, Maine didn't have any. I, I was going through all the states that I used to live in, Oregon, Wisconsin, Vermont. Nobody had rose gold. So 
today I just happened that a 128 rose gold popped up in Plano, which is about 30 minutes from here. So I ran up and I got it. And I have to say, it is not, it is, I mean, it's, it's not pink. It's not like a shocking pink. It is a very, it's almost, you know how the, the, uh, lipstick color nude, you know how the color you would call nude. It's like a very beige pink. That's what this is. It's a beige pink. So I think if a guy had it, it would not be feminine. It's, it's, uh, it's like a, I would say it's like a rosé wine. I don't, I would not call it a champagne pink, but it's really stunning actually. I'm really glad I got it. It's, it's, in some lights, it looks gold. In some light, it looks, um, you know, like a nude beige gold. So it's, it's in color, actually. It's not a true rose gold, though, because I have a rose gold ring. It's not in anywhere close to a true rose gold. But the 6S itself, it's light. Um, I, from what I understand, it's a little heavier than the 6. And the bezel on the front is absolutely gorgeous. It's, uh, it's a rounded bezel on top. And because they put the A9 processor in it, when you go to use your Touch ID, it's lightning fast. You know how before with the 5S or I'm sure with the 6, when you tap your finger on it, it, it takes a few minutes before it's unlocked your phone? This is almost instantaneous. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, the camera, then the camera is really, really good too. I have to say, it's not, it's not perfect, but it's much better than the 5S that I had. I did some comparison shots, and the the images are less noisy. And when I blow them up on the iMac, there's less artifacts in that as well. So they they are clear. Still low light, you're going to get noise. It's just it's still a phone, and you know with low light situations. You're, you will still get some noise. But as far as the 12 megapixel camera, I'm really happy with it, like outside, you know, when the lighting is good, like, you know, day, it's, it's a very, very good camera. So I'm very happy with my purchase, actually. Very, very happy. And I'm not doing the every year upgrade. I only upgrade on the S's, the, the talk gears. The tick gears are the, without the S's, so the, the fives, the sixes, and the talk gears are the S years, so... Because that's usually that's usually when they make major camera tweaks. That's why I like the S years. Yeah, but it appears that this year with the S, they made some really major change. Well, not appears they did make some major, uh, you know, um, hardware and um, just to, uh, functionality changes that you normally would see in the non S. Uh, Absolutely, year. Vicky. Yeah, so. It was really unusual when Tim Cook. Um, during the presentation, how he said they basically redesigned everything. So the glass is better. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the aluminum they're using, um, I think this aluminum is used with NASA. So there's no more bin gate. And mm -hmm. the, I know my son had an issue when he per first purchased this six because the, the glass scratched. He, was, he kept getting scratched screens. But this, this um, glass is an Ion 7, I believe, and it... It, it, it looks beautiful. And of course, I never put screen protectors on mine, so I'm, I'm always happy if they upgrade the glass because I absolutely detest a screen protector when I'm doing any work on the iPad or the iPhone because when you're working on photos, that screen protector just alters the image in a very marginal way, but it's enough to, it's enough to throw you off. So I never put screen protectors on mine. I, I don't like the feel of the screen protectors. I, I don't I, I, Yeah, I... Just they're a, always bubbling. Yeah. They're always mm -hmm. getting in on the edges, so you have to mm -hmm. change them. Yeah, I stopped mm -hmm. using those years ago. 
Yeah, so did I. How do you like the peak and pop? I love the peak and pop. Um, because, you know, with emails and stuff, you know, if you're, you know, going around or if you're looking at their news app, which is interesting too, if you see something that's kind of interesting, a headline. So because it has the 3D touch, which I thought it was going to be called force touch, but they call it 3D touch. So when you press your finger in just a bit, it, it, it peaks it. So basically an email uh, or a text or um, on, the, on, on Safari or the news, when you're looking at something, it'll, it'll come up in a small window and you can see if you really want to read it more. So if you have an email that you just want to maybe get just a little bit of information, but when you press harder, it actually loads it onto the screen. I love that. I think it's fabulous. I really do. I'm, I'm waiting for more apps to, um, get in on the, uh, on the peak and pop on the 3d touch. But the other thing is that what I like about it, you know, when you're, when you open up an app, say for instance, the camera app, if you open that up, and you just tap, you just hold your finger, excuse me, over the uh, camera. It immediately will tell you to take a selfie. Do you want to record video, record slow-mo, or take a photo? It's, it's so much faster um, yeah. to select something. So I'm hoping a lot more apps will get. Uh, uh, Evernote, too, ha- uh, started on it. They have a, when you do a peek on there, uh, or you just press, just tap on the app itself, the icon, it'll say set, set reminder, take a photo, or new note. So you don't even have to load the app, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Oh, capacitive touch. Yeah, they call that capacitive touch, and that's pretty cool. Um, um, uh, did you guys realize how many they sold in those three days? Uh, uh, by the 28th of September, they sold 13 million uh, six S's. I Three think days. That's surprising. And then that's not, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, take into account that in like, um, uh, by the um, 9th, I think, of October, they're going to be uh, uh, selling to 40 additional countries. So uh, that's just the United States and the countries that they're currently delivering to. That's They're making I didn't think, I, didn't, I thought that it's going to sort of slowly go down, you know, but it seems like people are into this buying a new phone all the time. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really surprised that it was that many <laughs> in just a few uh, days, but... Okay. What can you say? Well, the other thing I also think, um, you know, with Apple getting into the retail, which that was interesting as well, is mm-hmm. AT&T is now offering you either the 12-month, 18-month, or 24-month with the next program. And thank you, Elisa, because I, I couldn't believe I couldn't have my two-year contract. And you can. Um, they still offer that, but the terms are a little bit different. So I went with the 24 months because I really don't want, I, I, I will never upgrade my phone every year. I'm just not one of those people that need to. But you can always pay it off ahead of time if you choose yes. to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But every two years is good for me. It's just that unless you want to keep the phone. So for listeners that don't know what the next program is with AT&T, I don't do Verizon. I've always had a GSM phone, but, um, you have three selections with the next. You can do 12 um, where you would pay 18 months and then you would own the phone. You could do 18 months and you pay for uh, 24 months and you own the phone. Or 24 months and you own the phone after 30 months. But what that means is that if you just don't want to, if you just want to own your phone. But otherwise, after 12 months, 18 months, or 24 months, you can trade in your phone and get another new iPhone. So you, if you want to go the extra six months, you can own the phone. 
but they will waive that six months if you want to upgrade to a new phone. So that's how it'll work. Mm-hmm. So, see, they changed that a little bit because I'm on the 24 month, but it's 24 months of payments. Right. Period. Right. It's not 24 for 30. It's 24. Period. And at the end of 24, I own the phone. Oh. Re- but I did this last year. I just made my 11th payment. Oh, because now it's different. If even if you go to when you, when you order the phone. Uh, off the Apple store through the, through the app, it'll tell you, um, of course, you have to pick your carrier. And if you want a contractless phone, you can go T-Mobile. Uh, but then what you do is you select AT&T, and then it'll say, okay, there's the next program, and you have to select. And it'll say right there in the fine print, you know, 20, uh, 12 months, but, you know, it's, it's, you'd pay for 18 months if you want to own the phone. Because either way, they're going to get that. If, like, for instance... Um, an iPhone 6S with 128 gig is $849. So they're going to get that regardless, you know. Um, yeah, so just break it up in terms of 12 or 24 exact, months. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's what, they, that's what mine is. They took my 64, which I think was, what, $700, and divided it out over 24 months. I had to pay the tax up front. I did too, but, yes. But every month they're just billing me, I think it's $31.75 or something like that. This is 28-something. You pay you pay a one time activation fee of fifteen dollars. Oh, see, I didn't have that either. Yeah, so you pay a one time activation fee of fifteen dollars through AT and T, and then you your payments are twenty eight, you know, and change a month for the twenty four months, you know, for mm-hmm. for the one twenty eight. So, but Apple's terms were were a little more expensive. I mean, although you get Apple Care though, which that's kind of nice too if you're hard on a phone. You know, have, but they uh, force it on you. That's they the thing. do that, force. That is the. That but is are the you paying for it? Never. There, yes. Is yes. Fee, you're, pay, you're paying for it. You're not paying for it specifically, but if you add it up, it comes out to Apple Pay because you are required to get Apple. Pay, or excuse me, not Apple Pay. Apple Care, and you're required to get it if you go through Apple, which is the main reason why I will not go to Apple to get my phone. So in essence, that's just a replacement phone. <laughs> you know, if if they gave me the option. To say, if you want it with the Apple Care included, it's this much. If you don't want the Apple Care, then it's this much. I would have. I've gotten my phones from Apple before, so but we, now I won't. So, I'm just confused. You, you're saying that it's it's free with the contract and with with, with the twelve well, months. Well, you're month paying with, with with the Apple, um, depending on which phone you want. You know, it'll be like I think the one twenty eight was like thirty something dollars a month, and yes, that does include the Apple. That Care. price includes Apple yes, Care. yes. So they're spreading the cost of Apple Care across those yes. twelve to twenty months. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. But for, you're paying more than what you would have paid at AT and T for the exact same phone because they include Apple Care. Right. Well, but you're getting more. You know, so it's, 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 if but if you're the kind of person that wants Apple Care, that's fine. I don't want it on my phone. Yeah. So I'm not paying for it. I just don't like spreading payments over like time like that. I just like get it over with because I don't want these little $30 payments. I, it, it'll drive me up the wall. And you have that option. Yeah, yeah you, you can do. go in and just pay yeah. the $800 and walk out the door. Yeah. Yeah. If I was going to do it, I would just, you know, I would have saved up for it or whatever. And I just don't like to do that month to month thing. See, I don't really get the um, Apple Care for the phone. And I was an idiot, idiot, not to get it for my iMac. I always get it for my iMac. But I was, you know, it was Germany last year and 
France, and I, I literally, it slipped my mind. And for the listeners that don't know what I'm talking about, is I went to plug in an Epson USB cable in the back of my iMac, and it arced. I had sparks coming out, got a little shock, and it was out of warranty by a few months, called Apple. But, you know, this is why you may pay more for Apple products, but you know what? They did the right thing. They, they really stood by me. They said, okay, you bring it into the Apple store and we'll do the repair. So they repaired the log- They put a brand new logic board power supply in a back uh, metal panel on the back. And it was just, it was a fluke. They don't know why it happened. All the diagnostics came back com- completely normal. It was just one of those things. But I have to say is that I was thrilled that, you know, I didn't have to eat that. That was $1,000 worth of repair. So, you know, and when my battery has... Even though I haven't had Apple Care on my phones, when my battery has had problems, I brought it into the Apple store and they'll do a diagnostic and they'll say, you know, something's wrong with this battery. Let, let's get you a new phone. They're pretty good about it. I know they can use their discretion as far as that, but I've, I've been very pleased. I can't complain about Apple at all. Yeah, that's the reason why they, they're number one in customer service. You know, the people complain about it. You know, they call so much. They get resale too, you know. <laughs> when you buy expensive car, generally you have a they have a higher resale value, and just like with, uh, with their electronics, um, I don't know anybody that wants to buy use, um, you know, Samsung phone, but you know, maybe they're they're out there somewhere. But you know, I also think with Apple, you know, technology becomes obsolete so quickly, you yeah. know, because if you think about it, with the 4S, you know, it's getting, you know, eventually. The iOS is not going to be supported on the 4S. What, maybe, you know, iOS 10. I doubt if the 4S would be included on that. I think iOS 9 might be the last time. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But, Mm. um, you know, as you get more generations ahead as far as an iDevice, an iPhone, or an iPad, you know, they tend not to support the lower end because inside the processor chips just can't handle some of the, the things that they're putting in these updates. So... Yeah, you know. So, what do you think of iOS nine? Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, it, it it's it's not perfect, but you know, um, I like the fact that on my iPad I can use the split screen. That is very very convenient. Just to take take your finger and drag out on the right, and you know things come. Uh, you know, the, my news comes out, or you know, one of my apps I can I can bring in and do split screening. You know, I like that very much. I'm very happy with, as far as that. Fortunately, I can't do that because I have an iPad 4. They made Siri smarter, too. And I like, I like Siri. Everyone knows I like Siri. I, uh, I don't have an iPad, so I can't even address that. But um, um, I like the fact that they're trying to mesh the iOS 9 features with the, the Mac OS in, environment, too. So some of their great features are... are um, being added. And it makes it just your whole experience, you know, seamless. You know, you don't have to change the way you do things. Because I use my iPhone and my um, MacBook Pro equally. I, I mean, I spend as many hours on my iPhone as I do on my my laptop. And um, it gets a little bit, uh, I, I'm, I have to force myself not to touch the screen on my, my uh, Mac, but uh, a lot of the capacitive stuff that you have on your 6S uh, is already been added to my MacBook Pro. So uh, some of that stuff is really cool um, with the trackpads being similar to the capacitor touchscreen. Um, but by and large, I do like iOS 9. Um, Alisa, you mentioned something about um, an issue you had with the iBook 
on that. With the iBooks. Yeah, it was, I opened up, a, one of the things I don't like about iBooks is that when you open up, if you have a book open and you go back to get it, it goes back to the cover of the book and then it goes back to where you left off. Well, I was doing that with the book and it went back to the very beginning of page one. I'm like, what? Why is it doing this? Well, then I updated, I think it was still 9.0, went to 9.0.1, and it stopped doing them. Like, okay, great. Maybe it was because of the update. Maybe it was because I didn't buy the book in iBooks. It was a take control book that I imported into my iBook library. Well, then it happened. To, I, so I said, okay, great. It, it fixed. Well, it happened again last night. Went to open the book, and it went back to page one. Hmm. So, and that's the only time it's ever happened. Normally, it always le- picks up where I left off. Mm. But I hate the way when you open a book, it goes back to the cover. Mm. When the book is still in your, uh, basically in your dock, it's still open on your iPad. Well, I, I haven't noticed that at all. I tried that, you know, because I don't buy that many uh, books from, I, um, from the Apple uh, bookstore. So uh, I couldn't really do a lot of testing. But the, the few that I do have are all books that I got through the, uh, uh, their app store. So uh, I tried it, and I didn't notice a delay and it, it, mm-hmm. because I was reading it on another device. I was reading it uh, on my um, MacBook Pro. And then I looked on the, the iPhone to, to test it, and it did delay for a while. It, it, I, I didn't notice it going to the front of the book cover, but I wasn't paying attention to that. Um, but it did delay, and it didn't sync to the, the latest uh, page. Um, one thing that I noticed uh, is the Kindle doing some crazy stuff. Um, uh, I don't know if it's, it's related to the OS update, but it would I will it'll show me the page that I'm on, and then it, then it will ask me like five minutes later, do you want to sync to the the last page you were on? This is a textbook that I'm looking at, so I really don't care about syncing to the, the last page I was on because I'm going back and forth in the book. And uh, it was like, why are you going to wait five minutes after I've been here and ask me if I want to sing to them? So uh, I don't know if that's a, some uh, artifact of my updating the OS to El Capitan or what, but um, that was sort of cre- creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it didn't make sense. It's just the, the, the logic of that was ridiculous. Um, but I, that can be very frustrating. You read a book and it doesn't go to the last page you were at. What's the purpose of that? I would it also lose the bookmarks if you use bookmarks? No, it didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, instead of being on page 100, it brought me to page 7. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's a good thing I know where I left off. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it was a novel, it would have been difficult yeah. unless I, because I don't always stop at the end of a chapter. Mm-hmm. I stop sometimes in the middle. See, mine hasn't done that. I, this is the only time it's ever happened. All of my books, I've just been checking on my iPad while I, we've been talking. Every mm-hmm. single book is left off. You know, like one of these books is 55, you know, it's the 55th page of 173. So all of them have been, they're, they're leaving off exactly. I don't know why that's happening. Do you use different devices to read uh, on uh, Elisa? No, my iPad. Only your iPad. You would yeah, think me that too. that would be, Wow. Is it could it be with something with iCloud? Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know because it's a it's a it's not a book I bought in the iBook store. Oh, that's right. It's that's one right. that I imported. Yeah, but they they do save all your books that you have 
up in iCloud, even the ones that aren't... Uh, even the ones that I didn't buy I, from the iBook store? I, I don't know. Oh, no. Let me shut up. I don't know how they do things. <laughs> well, you have to load... Those books that you buy and you load, you have to load them into iTunes. No, the way I do it is I put it in Dropbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, my, on my computer. Yeah, then you can And then open. I open Dropbox yeah. on my iPad and say, open an iBooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's yeah. the way I, I do things, too. The PDFs and stuff like that is what you read. Right. So I do it that way. Can I, and I, op- I do it as an EPUB so I can mark it up because it's a book I'm reviewing for my Mac. So, I, you know, I can take my notes and highlight and things like that so I can write the review for it. And I'm trying to read it like, whoa, what are you doing? Oh, that's well, just the a- other the other thing that I like to get back to um, iOS uh, nine for a minute is when you're writing. This always always so irritating for me that you had to highlight text and then put bold or italics or underline it. Now it's right there on the keyboard on the QWERTY keyboard, which I love. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can attach a photo, you can make an attachment. I think they made that very fluid. I'm very happy with those changes, very, very much so. You can pay something from a clipboard. <clears throat> and I think those those changes needed to be done a long, long, long time ago, you know, because those were driving me absolutely bonkers. And they actually have a true, you know, backspace where you can just basically delete out the whole thing. You don't have to go one letter at a time. I'm very happy with those changes. Very, very much so. I still don't like that the, um, the the keyboard. Yeah, we know that you're a Microsoft Surface wor- uh, girl. Yeah, we know that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I was talking about the. Uh, on, I was talking about Apple keyboard that's in, inside. I'm talking about for the iPhone and everything. I okay. wasn't talking about the oh, iPad. Okay. I was not talking about. I'm talking about the the keyboard that you use to type onto the screen. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, it's just really there's some third party keyboards that are 100 percent better than that one. I, I use uh, that one all the time, and you know what I love now? It turns into a trackpad. Oh my gosh! Even on the phone, I was freaking out, telling my husband, "This is awesome," because you know you always have to get the cursor just perfect before you know you either delete out a letter or something. Mm-hmm. And now if you tap and hold on your keyboard in iOS 9, it basically turns into a trackpad. So then you can put that cursor wherever you want. That Okay, hold on. Let me, I'm going to try to do that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I, okay, use it all, so let me... I use it all the time now. Are you kidding me? You okay. tap and hold okay. on the screen. On mm-hmm. the, on the, it, yeah, so like... say for, yeah. So say, for instance, you're writing an email mm-hmm. and you've made a mistake. So take two mm-hmm. fingers and just tap Which and hold hurts. and then it turns into a trackpad. No. Oh, those two lines? No, it turns into a trackpad. The 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 if you tap it. Oh, I'm, oh, I see. Oh, I it's see. not now working on my phone. Moving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Now the cursor so just moves. The moved. cursor moves anywhere you want it. It acts like a oh. trackpad and the, the keyboard goes away. So the keyboard, all the letters no. will no, be grayed out. Is that on the iPhone also? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it doesn't. Mine. It doesn't that doesn't work for me. Well, nope. Yes. Yep, got it. No. Thank you. Okay, yes, Vicky, I have it. Are you, you, it will not work on a Surface, Vicky. You have to, <laughs> you have to look at your phone. Just so we are perfectly clear, <laughs> I would never in my life buy a Microsoft product. No, that won't happen because if it, it would have to run Windows. I would buy it if Mac OS was on it. Okay, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Now, which phone, which, phone are you on? which phone are you on, Vicky? Your six? My six plus. Okay, so you're six plus. So you, oh yeah, that's big. 
So if you go into mail mm-hmm. and I'll say, now just go like your, um, you know, tap the, uh, email, like you're, you're going to create a new email and just, mm-hmm. just type some letters real quickly. Okay. Now mm-hmm. tap and hold, um, the keyboard, the keyboard. Yeah. The keyboard tap and hold it and it'll turn into a, uh, wait a minute. I get all these stupid. I'm, I'm tapping and holding the, the, See, it, turn, it turns into the a email itself. It, it, if you tap and hold, even with one finger, Vicky, just tap and hold and you, it'll all gray out and you can put your cursor anywhere you want on that email. Just one finger, just tap and hold firmly on the keyboard. And it'll gray out the keyboard and you can put that cursor anywhere you want. Not working. Okay. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... It's not green. Because the letter, the letters will pop back up again. Yeah, the letters will pop back up. Huh? I, I, I'm not getting. I don't, I'm, maybe I'm not getting what you're saying. Uh, okay, so say for instance, you know, you you want to create a new email, so you you go to the body of the text and just you know randomly type in some letters there, and you went, oh, you know, like say for instance, you're really write, writing an email and you've made a mistake, and you're like, oh man, I want to put this word in there instead. So if you tap with, with one finger on your on your keyboard on mm-hmm. the iPhone, if you tap and hold the keyboard just anywhere in the keyboard, you tap and hold it, the letters will all the keyboard will completely gray out, and you can basically it turns into a trackpad where you can put that cursor wherever you want to, you know, select something or to get the cursor, like say for instance, yeah. if you make I like, see I, my keyboard didn't gray out, but the text pops up and it looks grayed out right at yeah. the top. But if I release my finger from that, it yeah. went away. Yeah, it goes right away. It's it's just a real quickie thing, but it's really wonderful. So I'm what's the happy. purpose of this? I don't get that. What well, you, what you, if you want to select something, and you know, so you don't have to, you know, because otherwise it's Oh, like you hold of, it and then you have to use your other hand to yeah. move around. Oh, <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I don't use two hands when I use my phone. Well, no, you can. You don't have to use two hands. You can just. Yeah, but how are you gonna? If you take your finger off, it goes away. Because what you're doing is you're just placing that cursor to where you need it in the body of that text. Like, for instance, you. But when I do that, when I do that, I have to keep holding on to it, or yeah. And I need two fingers to do that. (laughs) Oh. I mean, two hands to do that. (laughs) She's. I can't help you there, Vicky. <laughs> well, how are you doing it with one hand? I don't see how you're going to hold it. with my finger. Yeah, you tap and hold. And then you get the lift. That's too awkward. No, no, I don't like that feature at all. It probably takes practice because that's it's like it's it's like the trackpad on the um, on the computer. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I have to have a mouse. I just think that it's too awkward. See, I would never do that because it's just too, too awkward. See, with the iPad, you have to use two fingers. But then you take those two fingers and you slide it on the keyboard. You just slide it over to where you want that cursor to be, which is really handy rather than doing a hand mm-hmm. and peck type thing when you're, in, you know, when you're writing a, an email. That's, right. that's all. Right. That's, that's why I like it. Oh, that's cool. I hadn't seen that written anywhere. Me neither. And, you know, there's, there's another thing I wanted to bring up real quickly is that some people are really freaking out over Wi-Fi assist. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I saw that. Big okay, we've got to have a Wi-Fi gate. We've got to, you know, do something. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is with Wi-Fi assist, 
is that say, for instance, you know, if you're in a hotel and you know that most hotels, if they offer free Wi-Fi, they're notoriously slow and notoriously terrible. And many people, I mean, granted, you would have, if you have a, a very um, low data plan, then yes, you might need to be concerned about that. Or, I mean, or you have to pay for minutes or whatever. But what Wi-Fi Assist allows you to do, I think the default is on. So you would have to go into settings and select it off if you don't want it on. But I keep it on because, you know, many times if you're in a store or something and you're looking up something, if they're Wi-Fi, even if they have free Wi-Fi, if it's terrible, what happens, it'll go to cellular, you know. So, I mean, I don't think that's such a bad thing. But I don't know. I guess some people are saying, oh, you can get a $17,000 bill. Well, I find that hard what? to believe. Yeah. Well, you know how people, you know how people uh, do this whenever uh, Apple comes out with something. They have to find something. And oh, for, I thought I saw something about that that said that was totally bogus. It is bogus. It is. Well, I mean, that bill, bogus. that bill was totally made up. Yeah, but, I, but you, of course, if it switches to cellular, that it's going to cost you more money. But don't you know it does that anyway? Exactly. It, it's going to switch to cellular if you don't have a Wi-Fi. And, the, and you need to turn the Wi-Fi off because it's going to keep searching for Wi-Fi. That's, re, that's another cause of your battery going down. Turn Wi-Fi off when you're not, uh, when you don't want to try to access Wi-Fi. Well, see, mine, mine doesn't do that. If I like, like uh, Suze said, if you're in a like if you're in a Home Depot that offers free Wi-Fi or Panera, it doesn't always work very well. And what happens is, if I'm trying to get online, you know, sometimes it's as simple as sending a text message. Mm-hmm. I have to go in, turn off Wi-Fi, so that the phone jumps on cellular in order to finish whatever it is I'm doing. It won't automatically. Yeah, do it's going to go now for the strongest well. signal. And the easiest thing to do for people who are nervous is if you go into settings and cellular, if you scroll all the way up at the bottom, it will show you how much you used. Yeah. Yeah. So you can keep track yourself if you don't, or you can get an app if you want to, that'll help you keep track. But there is a way of keeping track of exactly how much you're using and which apps are using it. Absolutely. If you have AT&T, all you have to do is get their um, AT&T app, my AT&T. And it will mm-hmm. tell you exactly how much you're using. I have awesome. never gone. The only time I have messed up was when I was in France one week. And I always usually throw data roaming off because that's where you get hit with the charges in Europe, right. data roaming. And I wasn't paying attention. I think my husband asked me to use Maps or Siri or something. And I forgot to shut it off. Well, that's something that, you know, it, that will run up your charges if you're in Europe. If, even if you're on an international plan. The roaming charges is, is really what is going to get you to have a high bill. So make sure you shut that off if you're going out of the United States, even with an international plan. Um, you just want to be aware that you only turn it on when you really need it because those charges can be really substantial. But you're absolutely right, Elisa. Go into cellular and you're under your settings. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, because you can also select what apps are using cellular too. Exactly. You don't need all your apps using cellular. But right, you, most of mine are off. Yeah, but and you, you can Twitter's on, Facebook's on. Yeah, and you can basically um, shut off or on Wi-Fi Assist right there. So I mean, that that's all good as far as I'm concerned. So well, Apple, if you're listening, make it default to be off so people can stop whining. You know, um, uh, you got to realize you got to keep track of your cellular data. That's not Apple's responsibility to keep track exactly. of exactly well, how much people, your data you're using. So in so many cases, not just here, but just in life in general. It's always somebody else's responsibility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Start, you know, 
get the facts, see what, you know, look at the issues and then take responsibility for yourself. Turn it on, turn it off. I agree. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah. You know, it's not Apple's fault. It's not our fault. It's not, you know, it's, it's not the guy next door's fault. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to get a phone, learn how to use it. <laughs> People, I mean, but that's off my soapbox. No, but that's yeah. very, very true because, you know, it just seems like whenever Apple comes out with something, you know, people look for something. They have to look for something to nitpick. Mm-hmm. Why not just enjoy the experience of a beautiful new phone or a beautiful new device or whatever it is? And, I mean, Ben Gate, yeah, if you put your, I mean, sometimes things are so common sense, it really boggles my mind. If you put a thin phone, I don't care who makes it, Samsung, Motorola, Nokia, Apple, if you put a, a phone in your back pocket and you sit down with your big fat bum, the phone is probably going to bend if it's made of aluminum. I mean, come on, people. I mean, it's it's a thin phone. You have to kind of take responsibility for that. Buy a holster for it. Don't put it in your back pocket. I learned not to put my 5S in my back pocket when it fell into the toilet. You just have to take responsibility. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, this it's... Is- it's it is it's always something. It's it's just always And something. not everyone is going to love every feature. No. Yeah. As as we've already determined. You know, one of us will like something that the other two don't. It doesn't make it bad. It just means that feature appeals to you. Something else appeals to me. Look, I love reminders, as we were talking about before we sat down to record. I love reminders. Yes, it has a couple of issues, but overall I love it. You guys, not so much. That's okay. No, I'm not crazy. I also love the new notes. Oh, notes I is love. Great. Oh, notes is notes. Great. I've always been a fan of notes, even when it was just plain. I, I thought I, I think it's it's well to. overdue for that to be updated, and I'm glad they did. Lists was something basic that we really, really, truly needed. Um, I was using Wonder List instead of using Notes for creating lists because it just it just didn't make sense not to have that. But it's great. Also, being able to draw on it, you know, mm-hmm. using your hand and the trackpad. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, I like that. But, you know, one thing, another thing I wanted to mention is so segueing away from that Wi-Fi gate thing. Um, you also need to turn your darn notifications off. These apps that keep asking you if you want to turn notifications off. If I said no the first time, I submit no. So what happens is you you are just not paying attention and you really, then eventually all those ones that you turned off will be back on. Uh, another one that drives me crazy is Facebook. Whenever I use my iPhone, it's asking me about that stupid messenger. I don't want that app installed. No. And it just keeps popping up and asking me. And that's so irritating. Don't you, when you, when you say no, you set the settings the way you want them. I don't need something, some app keep bugging me about why I have something set the way I want it set. So that's a feature that I really, really, truly don't like. I agree with you on that. I, I agree. That irritates me too. I, I mean, I try to shut almost all my notifications. I don't need to have Facebook notify me every single time somebody posts. But even when I shut them off, it's really interesting. I don't know if other people have noticed it. Every time Facebook updates, which usually is every two weeks, you really need to check those settings because I always shut my notifications off with, with Facebook. And whenever I update, those notifications come right back on so i have to go back in manually and shut them off again so i don't know if anybody else has noticed that but that's irritating yes. well thanks for telling me because i just went in and uh turned I off know. my facebook it's a notification pain in the ass. that had just been turned on every yeah. every every darn time they upgrade which is every two weeks then they they throw that off so i have to go through because one time you know i have privacy settings and those were all defaulted wrong too they go oh, great 
So just yeah. just keep that in mind. And once but, I turned off all those notifications, my battery uh, drain is it just it's just even before I got the six uh, plus uh, when I had the five, my battery drainage went away. I'm, I'm, it was like I, I could only use my phone half the day unless I was uh, driving from home and had it plugged in. Or uh, if I had a whole day where I was at work and then I didn't remember to plug it in when I got in the car, it would be drained down almost to the bottom. And when I turn those notifications off, I could go almost two days and uh, not charge wow. my phone. Yeah. And well, I use my phone all the time. so that I do, too. I do, too. I'm never without my phone. The other thing I wanted to say, though, to get back to mail for really quickly, because this will tie into notes is that now when you, um, like, say, for instance, you want to attach a photo in your mail app with, with, on your iPhone or your iPad, you can actually do a, you can mark it up. So you can mark, like, an attachment, either a PDF or a, a photo, which is really great. Like, say, you know, look at this, you know, which is, I think that's so helpful. I'm glad they added that feature. And also with notes, you can do the same thing. Notes is far more useful far yeah, more useful definitely now this would be would have been something i could actually use on my ipad in my class because yeah. i could type notes and i could draw pictures and all that other stuff now that's a good that that is an excellent update um, absolutely yeah. i'm very yeah. th- you know that was a long time mm-hmm. coming because i yeah. you know personally yeah. i think they should have had that you know and like, that means that i probably wouldn't have gotten that surface <laughs> yeah, you would have. Yeah, you would. No, no, I would. <laughs> but I just, I, I really think that this particular upgrade to iOS nine was a thoughtful upgrade. The same thing as far as their um, the new iPhone as well. It's a thoughtful. I mean, granted, it looks the same as a six, but they really gave it a lot of thought with this. Um, you know, 3D touch. I, I'm very happy with some of the changes. I mean, are they monumental changes? No, but they, I don't think they have to be. I mean, how how else? What else can you uh, do with a phone? How else can you change a phone? I mean, you know, on, the, the thing that I want most is to be able to do that little picture thing. The uh, uh, oh, the picture, the live, picture? the live photo. The live photo. Oh, I, that looks that looks. Oh, cool. that's what I want the most. Okay. Yeah. I, but That's the only time. This is the only time I've ever lusted after the S model. Okay, yeah. I just want everybody yeah. to know I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. They also have. If for those of you that do have a six uh, S plus or whatever, if you go into your um, screensavers and your wallpapers into settings, they have what's called a live wallpaper. Wow. And it, you can use it. You can also use a live uh, photo on your lock screen. But when you tap it, it moves. So basically, it it takes 1.5, so a second and a half before and a second and a half after the photo. So it's a real mini video. It's almost like a Harry Potter thing where, you know, the remember the, um, I don't know if you've read Harry Potter, but in the portraits or the newspapers, the, the picture would move a little bit. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what this is like. It's, it's very cool, but I would not want to do this with every single picture because you would be just taking up so much space in your photos mm-hmm. and your camera roll. But it is fun for a little lark, you know. And my son, who didn't have the six at the time, when I sent it to him, um, it did move. So or I think that was when he, before he had the six. But it, it's cool. It, it's mm-hmm. very cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those little bangs that 
makes people look at Apple, you know. So I don't know what the other uh, phone companies are doing because I don't need to pay attention to them. <laughs> but um, uh, it's just something. It's an Apple thing, you know. And, yeah. and it, it, it appears I haven't heard anybody complaining about it not working properly. Um, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, th- I think it's very, very cool. And it's, it works absolutely fine. It's just like I would think as far as things go, that to me is more of a gimmick. You know, that's just yeah. a fun thing. It's whimsical. But I definitely want it. I want it. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, it's a, just a little yeah. fun, whimsical thing. And, and it's, you know, it's delightful. I, I think that's the word I they, guess they, I would They said do. next year Facebook is going to allow you to upload those to Facebook. Yeah, I so saw that too. That's going to be really cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I do, I think the multitasking was a really welcome um, addition, oh. finally. You know, there's so many times, and you know, it, it, it's so cumbersome to have to constantly hit your home button to go into another app, you know, and then load that and then load that. So this is a lot more fluid. Now, their news app, I have always used Zite. I mean, Zite is my news aggregator. I, I have all of the things that interest me. And I really know how to nail Zite because if they put up, you know, lately I've been getting girls in bikinis. It's like, really? Really, Zite? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, so, Those pictures from your youth. Oh, right? yeah, I wish. Yeah, <laughs> when my youth was a long time ago. So, you know, I, I, you, just, you just hit the down button, you know. But um, I thought, well, let me try the Apple News app. I'm always looking for, you know, new news things. So you get to select when you – when the the news comes on, you basically, uh, excuse me, when you open up the news app, you can select what you like. You can also do a search. So I have like oil painters, I have like art news, um, photography, night photography. So all of those things are, um, they interest me besides, you know, the current news. So it aggregates that, which is really nice. So I like that. I have New New England Patriots. Go Tom Brady. Um, so I have to just get that in there. And Lisa would probably have the Red Sox for sure. But Well, we're going for the sweep tonight. I know. Against the Yankees. They're, they're still not that good any, this year. So um, just saying. But the Rangers, our Texas Rangers, Mike and Devin are going on a, to a game this week. So they're doing good. Um, but the other thing about the news, which is nice, is say, for instance, you don't want to go into the news app. If you swipe, so you have your homepage. If you swipe over to the left, Mm-hmm. Then you have with iOS nine, you have things that are nearby, so restaurants, you know, um, you know yeah. suggestions that Siri will give you, but it will also have maybe four or five um, current news events. Yeah. So that's really nice because you know, yeah, I, like at, that too. I, I think that's a very welcome thing too. So you can just keep current on what's going on in the world, and you can always have the option to see more if you don't want if you want more than just the five top you know, news items, you can get more. So I think they did a really good job this time. I mean, um, is the news aggregator as good as Zite? No, I don't think so at all. But again, I have to give it some time because with these news, um, uh, like Flipboard, these news options, Flipboard and Zite and all that, they have to get to know what you like. It takes a little while. So you have to be a little patient. I was surprised I liked news. I I have Flipboard. I rarely open it. I found it a little, little tedious to use Flipboard. There was just too much to it, I felt. This one I liked. I was setting it up last night, and I, I liked it. Now, will I use it that much? I probably probably. I not. probably won't either. I set mine up, too, and I thought it was pretty cool, but I, I'm not that much of a news person that I would want. I mean, it's like I was able to pick at least 60 different <laughs> news places that I, that I sometimes look at, and I would like, 
I have that many that I would be interested in? No, not really. Um, but it's they have an unbelievable number of sources here. Um, and yeah, they said too. they're going to add more. I was like, oh, I don't need any more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it'll, over time, you'll tweet. Yeah, and, you'll get rid of it. You know, exactly. especially like if, you know, you know, news source A and news source B are both giving you the same news because you're looking exactly. at Apple products. You're going to get rid of one. You can exactly. also have it email it to you. You don't have to look at it in news apps. So. Oh, I don't want to fill up my email. I don't want to fill up my email. And plus, either. and and you can also go to the website itself, yeah. which brings me to the back button. Oh, I love That's that. So awesome. I didn't even know. That, I, I just noticed it just before button. we got on. I said, "What's this at the top of my?" Uh, I mean, it's a little, it's a little minor thing, wonderful. but it's just enough to say, "Wow, I, I, this is." Great. I, did, I, I was it. at the top of Safari because I clicked on something in, in the email and it went to Safari, and then I said, "What's this at the top?" I went, oh my goodness, this is really, really a great idea. Why is but, the apps aren't linked? And now they are. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's wonderful. And, and did you, yeah, did you notice on the, did you notice that if you go into the today view, if you swipe down from the top and you look at the today view, yeah. if you have any Bluetooth devices connected, it will show the percentage of your battery. Oh, I didn't know no, that. No, I didn't notice that. I didn't know that. Yeah. It doesn't show if it's not connected. Okay. So like right now it's not showing anything because I have nothing connected. But if I were to connect a Bluetooth device... It would come up, it would say battery, and then it would show the percentage of your battery on your device. And then it will say, you know, like Bose speaker, 28%. So that you'd know, because as you know, in these Bluetooth speakers, you don't know it's time to charge the battery until it starts beeping at you. No, that's so really- I, I, what do you see that at, at the top? It, what, you scroll down or? If you pull down from the top where it says today in notification. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, let me do it here. Okay, it says you go to today. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't show for me right now because I don't have anything connected. Mm-hmm. But if you go down the bottom where it says edit, and you'll see something that says batteries. So add batteries to that list. Oh. And then anything that you have that's Bluetooth that's connected at that moment. So if you're listening to your, you know, listening to music through a Bluetooth speaker, mm-hmm. that Bluetooth speaker will show up and it will have the name of the speaker and the percentage of battery left. So that you know, oh, okay, it's down to 20%. You, I better can, charge you can add that as notification. Okay, that's pretty cool. It will be, it'll show up under today. Okay, I got uh, it. I see, I see Okay, like it's not showing up on mine now because I don't have anything connected. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not even giving me that option, but maybe oh, it's because I don't. And I can have, have my wink lights on there too. Oh, I didn't see this. How did I not see this? This is great. Okay, I'm happy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sort of anxious about adding anything. In terms of notifications on my devices. Well, no, it's not under notifications, under today. Oh, that's right. You did, it is under today. So it's not really a It's under the today. So that you can just pull You would have to look say, at oh. it, actively go, okay, I want to see this. Correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. So you can go and say, how much, you know, how much is left in my speaker? I haven't charged it in a while. And you go, oh, it's 20%. I better, I better go plug it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, you know, because I know one that I have, it just goes beep, beep, beep. It's like so annoying. Yeah. But I I agree for our listeners that don't know is that when you are, say, for instance, you open up an app and you're directed to Safari. Another thing you can do is you can always request the the, um, desktop site, too, which I which I love if you're looking at something. But if you're in Safari, then it'll say return to whatever that you were um, last uh, at, whether it's an app or your mail or whatever. That is fabulous. I really love that. That's probably one of my very favorite features of iOS 9, to be able that back button to go back to things. It's wonderful. Yeah, 
The other thing that this is a novelty for me, for those of you that have iPhone um, 6s and 6s, um, you've already, I mean, yeah, 6 and 6 Plus, excuse me, is Apple Pay. I love Apple Pay. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. (laughs) I wish every place accepted it. Now, I did read, if you remember, I think it was last year when uh, Apple rolled out Apple Pay with the 6 and the 6 Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walmart and the MCX consortium, um, which includes what uh, Walgreens, uh, CVS, I think Target, all the you know big box stores, Walmart, they were trying to get their own type of payment system and with near field communications, and it was called Current C. So the word Current C, I think it, I think because they also had not credit cards but debit cards um, hooked up to that, and then it got hacked into. They hadn't had it go live yet and it had already been hacked into. So they've really delayed, um, you know, having currency come out, but they still are being stubborn and not having, um, you know, being, being able to accept Apple pay, which is really irritating because I think it's so wonderful not to have to carry around a big pocketbook. You can have everything on your phone and just pay for it and it's done. So mm-hmm. I've been using it at Whole Foods and Trader Joe's, but I, I'm looking forward to when more companies accept Apple Pay. Didn't didn't Target and Rite Aid decide to take Apple Pay? I don't have Rite Aid around here, and I haven't gone to Target, so um, I, I don't know. I See, the only thing that irritates me about Apple Pay, and this is not Apple's fault. This is the store's fault. We have a grocery store chain called ShopRite. It's in the, I believe it's just like in the Northeast, New Jersey, New York area. Mm-hmm. It says that they carry, that they have it. And the way you can tell is at the machine where you swipe your credit card, if the little green light is on, it means that register takes Apple Pay. If the light is off, it doesn't. Every time I go, I do the Apple Pay, it says done, nothing. And they'll and, this, and the cashier stares at me. And I go, did you get it? And they say, no, you still owe us this much money. I end up having to swipe. I have complained to the store manager. I have complained by email to ShopRite. Oh, that would irritate me. If you're going to advertise... If you're advertising that you take Apple Pay, make it work. Yeah, but well, suppose you didn't bring your, your cards with you because you thought you could use your Apple Pay. See, that's the reason why I don't use it, because I still got to bring my doggone cards with me. So why even pull my phone out to do this? You know, so it's, it's Macy's is perfect. When I go to Macy's, it's it's barely next to the machine. Boom, done. Now they've added store cards, so you're going to really be able to use your Macy's card now. So Well, I, I use I, yeah. I use regular, you know, MasterCard and Visa cards. I don't use store cards. Yeah. But um, yeah, but that's still for people who do use their store cards. But you can also put debit cards into Apple Pay too, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think originally you can only do credit cards, but now no, you, you, you could do debit. Could you? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. I, I think that's great. So you can select mm-hmm. the card and uh, I have a lot of my loyalty cards in the wallet too, because it used to be Passbook and for listeners that don't know, it's switched to wallet. So it's yeah. much handier. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm I don't think they have loyalty cards now, do they? Yeah, you can put. They do. Yeah, they do now. Store. Yeah, yeah. the store credit cards and the store loyalty. Yeah, cards. you have to. You can just yeah. take a picture of it and it should load. It's something. Some of not oh, all. Oh, I haven't done. Yeah, that. not all yeah. of them do it, but some of them. Do, many of them do. Like like your Best Buy card to get points, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I just have credit cards and like a Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm constantly looking for like my pet cold card and all those other kinds. Mm -hmm. And I never remember what it is. And yeah, and then you have those things hanging off your key. Yeah, which breaks. Yeah. And I'm always calling up saying, can you send me another one because it broke? Yeah, it makes life (laughs) easier. 
I also use Southwest when I check into Southwest when I'm flying. They offer me the option, do you want to put this into Passbook? Wow. And I always, and I, yeah, and I always do because my airport takes it. Mm-hmm. They cool. have the little, they have the, they have the scanner. Well, United does so, too, which great. is nice. Yeah. You know, a lot of, they, a lot of them use the QR codes, which are, are really great. The other thing I thought was neat is that if somebody sends you, for instance, if somebody sends you a, a, a message, like my husband, if he's coming in on a flight, like, you know, he usually is, he can say, you, I'll be on flight UA 1540. And if he texts me that, all I have to do is tap on it in the text, and it brings up the United app and tells me exactly, or mm-hmm. whatever app it is, tells me exactly where he is over the ocean, what time he's going to arrive, and what gate. It's yeah. awesome. It's and you awesome. Can add, you can, it works like that with maps and all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, I love it. Email and everywhere. Yeah, oh. it's pretty cool. I, that is I, I'm very happy about that because that's very convenient. That's, and you can also tap on the date in in, in yeah. the notes or email or whatever and add that to a calendar so that's pretty and adds to the calendar yeah. yep i get that when i get confirmations from southwest mm-hmm. it'll say do you want to add this to your calendar mm-hmm. and boom instead of, so instead of me having to do it it just boom it automatically fills in and you know and the funny thing is everything we've talked about we've probably just hit the surf you know just like the tip of the iceberg yeah i think so of everything that we can do the only- i mean look how many things that the three of us shared that the other two didn't know the only mm-hmm. thing i am disappointed is is their maps? I mean, maps they need to work on. I, I mean, I don't like Google Maps. But they do have that. Well, but that's I think that's but, and I don't I like Google Maps. I, uh, well, you know, Google Maps has its issues too. I mean, I think it's, Google Maps are really good as far as telling you like where the traffic and the hazards are. I know Apple has tried to be better with that, but Dallas is a nightmare here. Oh, the traffic! I oh, just hate it. And it would be really nice. Um, because the other thing I think with, with maps, which irritate me, is they always have you go the toll road. They don't have you go the most direct road, but it's always toll roads. And, I mean, that's fine, you know, but there's also other ways. And usually, you know, when they first came out, this changed, I think, because I remember when um, Apple first came out, they would give you like three ways um, to get to a destination. And one would be sometimes it wouldn't be – you know, I wouldn't say side roads, but it would be, it wouldn't be the, um, you know, necessarily the highway, which was great because sometimes those are a lot faster than the highway. If there's a ton of traffic, they don't do that anymore. And now it's just pretty much all highway. And I really wish they gave us an option, uh, to, uh, you know, to have another alternative that doesn't necessarily bring you on a highway. I mean, that's too much to ask. I don't know, but it yeah, yeah, the one final thing about iOS nine is, um, uh, Siri has gotten much better. Um, oh, very, very, bad. the contextual reminders, like last night I said, wake me up at 8 AM. And then I realized I needed to be, that I could sleep 30 minutes longer. I said, could you change that reminder <laughs> to eight 30? And she get, he, mine's a boy. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he got it right. <laughs> oh, mine, mine is called Sammy, not Siri. <laughs> no, I like Siri. And, yeah. you know, now she's, what's really great, like when you plug her in, you just, hey, Siri. It, I mean, I'll forget something. I'll be in bed and just, hey, you know, hey, Siri. She did that before, though. I mean, she was good. Yeah, she yeah, said, you know, yeah. wake me up in the morning or something. But I think she's a lot more useful, especially like with sports scores. Like with, I'll say, you know, who won the Red Sox game last night? And she's really funny. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox couldn't pull it off. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I got to do that right now. Let's see. Let's see if I can do this. Siri, who won last night's game between the Red Sox and the Yankees? The Yankees were defeated in 11 innings by the Red Sox yesterday. The final score was 5 to 9. Oh, thank you, Siri. That was really a uh, matter of fact. Yeah, she just she's all business. <laughs> I, I know my husband, every time it was hysterical because I was saying, Hey Siri, he we both had our phones plugged in. And I said, Hey Siri. Now he has a guy's voice. I have, you know, a woman's voice. And she said, you know, yes, you know, how can I help you? And he would say, Yes, how can I help you? And my husband said, You're a little, you know, something. It starts with an S and ends with a T. And he said, Now that Michael, now it's un- that's uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's fun they have some humor involved. In yeah, that. yeah. Well, we're at about the hour mark, or somewhere in that neighborhood. We were going to talk about El Capitan, but maybe we'll save that for next time since we just installed it yesterday. Yeah, I haven't had some too much time to play, so that'll give us some time to play with the little bits. Even though we do have a full page here, well, Vicky does at least. <laughs> Yeah. Of things she likes and dislikes yeah. and things like that. But that'll give Suzanne and I some time to play a little bit longer. So we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, because so, bugs here. I, I could not load Skype, which I had to reinstall mm-hmm. it. So, you know, there are, I think there are a few bugs here. So, yeah, I haven't had those issues yet. But like I said, I just did it. It's only been about 24 hours and I've probably used it about three of those hours. So I haven't really had time to really give it a, a good, a good look and see what's going on. Um, other than it kind of freaked me out with the mail. It went from Gmail pop to IMAP without telling me. And about 3,000 emails downloaded. Mm. Yeah, so I, I've got that all straightened away. So getting used to it. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach all our reach us at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. All our contact information is there for Twitter, for Facebook, for the Google Plus community. We want to hear from you about what updates you like in OS 9, what you don't like, El Capitan, what you like, what you don't like. Have you not upgraded? Why? Did you get a rose gold phone? Were you able to get one? Um, Let us know. We want to hear from you. We'd also love to get a review in the iTunes store because it helps other people find us. And we would really appreciate that very much. So uh, I would like to say thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Hello people, my name is Peter Bird and I am the host of the Deeper Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then Come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network.